Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So on today's episode, I'm going to be answering a couple questions that we got on Instagram that requested these be tied to a podcast episode. So I have two two questions to answer. Um, the first question, I didn't get the submitter's name, but if you're listening, thank you for submitting this question. This question is about loaning money to family and friends and how do you say no in a respectful way? And so when it comes to loaning money to family and friends, it can be very tricky, especially family. Um, You feel obligated. You feel like you may be watching someone deal with a difficult situation and you want to help them. And sometimes they may not be dealing with anything difficult, um, but you still feel like you want to help. And so it's hard to just come out and say no. And while I'm not a fan of loaning money to friends and family, I think that you should give what you can afford to not get back because there are it's a high chance that you will not get the money back. Um, I won't say don't help your family, um, don't help friends in need, you know, if they really need it. But the truth is that sometimes people ask you to loan them money because they know you won't say no, because they know that you're an easy ask, because they know that um, you will always give them the money. And so they tend to take advantage of that relationship or what they know about how you behave and what they know about your personality. And so when it comes to loaning money to family and friends, there are four steps that I will give you when it comes to saying no in a respectful way. The first step is look at your priorities. If you have debt to pay, if you have savings goals to meet, if you have bills you need to pay, you really need to get clear on your priorities. And this, once you know what your priorities are, it may be easier for you to say no. Number two, assess the true need. Do they really have a need for this money? Are they loaning money to go shopping, to get their hair done, to buy something, to pay for Netflix, whatever it might be? Because that may not be a good use of your money. If you have debt to pay, but someone is taking your hard-earned money to go out to lunch or dinner with their friends, no, right? (laughs) So assess the need. And when you know the true need, that can help you make decision or help you say no. I would also, number three, assess the frequency. How often is this person or are these people asking you for money? Is this now a habit? I mean, it's okay to give the one time knowing you won't get it back, but you cannot perpetually give knowing that you may not get this money back. And so if it's just a constant thing, you're going to have to put your foot down and just say no. And number four is to be honest. Be honest with them as to why you cannot give. And when you're honest, 
some people will understand and some people won't, but it's important to be honest so you convey the reason why you can't give. And mind you, you do not have to give a reason, but sometimes you have to tell that family member, you have to tell that friend to help them put it in perspective. No, I cannot give this time because I have to pay down this debt. I have a bill due tomorrow. I have a savings goal. You want to be honest and tell them no. And it's not a bad idea to practice how to say no, right? Look at yourself in the mirror, talk to yourself in the car and say no, 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 no. And sometimes when you tell people no, even though you're trying to be respectful, they will get disrespectful with you. But it's important to remember that when things like that happen, it's rarely about you and more about them. So when it comes to loaning money to friends and family, I always say give it as a gift. Don't expect to get it back. And if you are expecting to get it back, you shouldn't be loaning that money. If you do feel inclined to help someone, um, you can. But if it's constant, just you know, start practicing, building up the courage, building up the confidence to say no. And once you say no the first few times, listen, I promise you, it gets easier. Okay, so the next question comes from Kelly. Hi, Kelly. And she says, hi, I love your book. I have read it and many other finance books. I have a couple questions about paying down debt. I don't have too much credit card debt. I like using the snowball effect. I tell my money where to go by budgeting each month. Question one, if I budget to zero, should I have any carryover money? Question two, should I include the carryover money in next month's budget? Maybe I don't fully get the budget to zero, I ask because it's nice having a little cushion in my account month to month. I'm torn. As I talk this out, I believe the answer is based on personal comfort level. Any thoughts? This would be a good podcast topic if you haven't already covered it already. So thank you, Kelly, for sending over your question. And um, I'll first of all define what zero-based budgeting is for those of you who may not be familiar with this budgeting method. And this is basically and very simply where... Um, When you subtract your expenses, your financial obligations from your income, your budget comes out to zero. There is no carryover. So Kelly, to answer the first part of your question, if we're budgeting to zero, you shouldn't have a carryover at the end of the month and there's nothing to move over to the next month. And so let's say you are following this zero-based budget approach and once you put in all your expenses, you have some money left. What you can do to zero out your budget is to designate that money to a different category, like make an extra payment towards debt, add it to your emergency savings, put it towards a financial obligation, and that way your budget comes out to zero. So that answers your questions one and two. However, you don't sound like you like this idea of zero, budgeting down to zero. And so it is okay to follow a different budgeting approach or to modify, right, to create a hybrid of this zero-based budget where you give yourself a buffer in your account so you can have that comfort level and know that you have money if something comes up to put towards it or you have money left over, you know, that if you don't spend, you can put towards debt or carry over to the next month. So you are right. It is based on your personal comfort level. And, you know, I would like to just encourage you not to feel tied or bound to one type of budgeting method, right? The best type of budgeting method is the one that works for you, which means you are allowed, you can, if you want to create modifications to the budget, create hybrids of two different budgets and combine them in a way that works for you so that you can budget effectively, tell your money what to do and plan accordingly and in turn, 
be able to achieve your financial goals. So I hope I help to answer your questions, ladies. And thank you so much for sending these questions to us over Instagram. We get a lot of questions and I'm going to try going into the future doing more of these um, listener questions to answer the questions that you have. So yeah, that's it for this episode. And thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.